another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. As always, Chez, I love everybody here. And yeah. Yo, and this is Miguel. Hello. I love everybody here, too. It's a good day. Thanks, Rod. What's up, people? Chilling, man. What's going on? Just fucking living. And see, I I try to start the show on a good note because I always get accused by Rod of just bringing in hate, which (laughs) it's more of just a factual statement on his part than an accusation of me. But you have like a you have like a like a Darth. I mean, a dark Sith Lord thing going (laughs) on. So it's hard not to associate. I'm rocking my Wonder Woman and Miguel. What do you got on? Yo, thank you for asking because I'm fucking excited. Have you guys seen maybe some people on, on, on following us on Instagram? I've been up in Ithaca. I'm back in New York, uh, fucking in New York City. And I got this awesome thing in the mail from the second best damn fucking pet shop. That's what it's called. They're not a pet shop. It's called the second best pet shop that are making these awesome fucking Simpsons uh, uh, shirts. I've been I got into them because I've been following them online on Instagram. They have the Simpson scenic. Uh, this is one of those scenes, Simpson scenic shots. They have they have a Homer Fields and and a bunch of other shit from the Simpsons that is great. And this is a classic from the episode of the, of Bart when he steals a car and he rents a car. You know, and <laughs> he goes on his joyride with Millhouse Nelson and who who else? Uh, Martin, right? Was I think was in the car too? I the, think so. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. that episode in a minute. Yeah, they go to Knoxville to the World's Fair. And, I don't know, and it's got that chill vibe to it. I got this awesome shirt. I actually got a print of Homer's face for Homer Fields. And then I have another shirt from from fucking the Planet of the Apes as well from them. This is a they're a great account on Instagram. They're a better account uh, a fucking uh, to buy shirts and shit. So Heidi, we just talked about Shang-Chi a minute ago, and this was the best shirt to talk about Shang-Chi. I'm excited to talk about more fucking comic book shows as I'm chilling. With Bart fucking driving and Millhouse, you know, fucking being the co-pilot right there. Yo, and shout out to the Simpsons, man. Oh, the most legendary show of all time. Possibly. I don't I don't know. And just for reference, if anybody hasn't seen that episode, because it's in one of the earlier seasons. One of the good ones. Yeah. If you ever scrolling through your feed on Instagram, it's that picture of the Simpsons lo-fi playlist on Spotify. Or some shit is like hip hop lo-fi or whatever the fuck. Go on our YouTube so you can see it. It's that picture. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I like the shirt. I wouldn't mind if those people also sent me a shirt. That'd be dope. I'm just saying. I would also give them a shout out. That'd be great. Fishing for sponsorships. Life is and, grand. And I think it's exciting because it's coming from the UK, I believe. It's international fucking shipping and shit. So, like, it's dope shit. Send us more stuff. We got some Simpsons love over here. We'll support you we're, guys if you support us too. <laughs> we have we have no shame and we're gritty as fuck. And on the topic of gritty, I feel like this show has earned its fucking respect. We've been talking about so many things, right? Like for the last, I would say, year or so now. So many different things. And I'm ashamed that we as a crew haven't really given the show its due, but I'm glad we're doing show now because it is the definition of a sleeper hit. Folks, I'm talking about Superman and Lois on CW. This shit has raised the bar for TV as a whole. Guys, yeah, 
I no, 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 no. I'm right there with Chess because look, guys, I've been saving this. We we've, we've started to review uh, uh, our our thoughts on on our on our ongoing group chat. You know that that if people are interested, we'll you know well, you guys can pay money and we'll give you access to our chat. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up, send us an email at on Zoom at gmail.com. <laughs> if you're interested in the group chat with us, we'll get you going. Damn, I love just that a, idea. A dollar a month. It's gonna be fucking great. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, is I look, guys, Superman and Lois on the CW. I don't remember when's the last time I've loved a first season, you know, just season one as much since Daredevil. I said it. Wow. Like for me, it, it, this season is almost up to that fucking level. Like I, I, I loved it from beginning to end. Dude, out there say it's more ambitious in its scope than Daredevil. It's this is one of the most ambitious TV shows I've ever seen in my life. And on top of that, it, it's the best of all the Superman shows. It definitely beats out Smallville. Which held the crown up until that point in time. Damn, it's the for best one show. season, bro. This shit was crazy. You're a savage. I am a savage. <laughs> this shit was insane. It it was so, dude. The the fucking like the dialogue is so nuanced. Everyone is so well written. There's so few things I don't like about it. It's hard to find. I just don't understand why his suit is so trash. <laughs> So it's the best, like, contemporary DC season one. I would say it's the best contemporary season one. <laughs> Period. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, yeah, wait, no, I agree. <laughs> Is it better than Rod. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes. Yes. Daredevil? Yes. No, it's not better than Daredevil. It's not better than Daredevil. But, but, but it's close, though. It's hard to pit them together because you made it, you know, you, you're bringing up a great point, Chess. Like, they really are pushing fucking the bar, man. But I will say that um, Superman and Lewis had something that Daredevil didn't have that worked to their benefit. That Superman and Lewis is not an origin story. It's not about how Superman, Clark Kent become Superman. Nothing. It's not even Krypton, that weird ass fucking Word. show about fucking krypton right and the great grandparent like none of that fucking origin shit no it's like look you know who superman is you know who lewis lane is shut the fuck up and and like uh, and, and just follow through you know yeah. whereas daredevil is all about like look you saw ben affleck maybe <laughs> but forget that this is something else and I, we have to sell you Matt Murdock and we have to sell you this whole, we have to introduce you to Foggy Nelson and Karen Page and, and which they did wonderfully, you know, but for this, for this season, uh, for the series of Superman and Lewis, they, they at least really relied on you, like to know the basics, you know, who the fuck? Yeah. Is I mean, he does, have, he does have two kids though. I mean, no, it, but, but, it oh, is but, an intro and he's back in Smallville with now, but now, but that's the thing no, though. It's exactly. like, in every yeah. single iteration of Superman, every single one of them is some type of origin story. All the way from uh, uh, Superman, um, not Superman and Lois, uh, the adventures of uh, what the fuck? With it was a uh, Cl Clark, Clark and Lois, another yeah, Cl adventure of Superman. Yeah, Clark and Lois. That was how he met Lois Lane and them falling in love. Yada yada yada. Smallville, the world's possibly the longest 
or like origin story we've ever had of any superhero period Word. oh wait so lois and clark wasn't though because it, t- it picks up from when he met lois and this one is i guess picks up from a point later on in that relationship way still... deeper no. dude this yeah. is what i'm saying after they've been married and had kids for like 15 years but still now. shows you that process through it in in a flashback yeah. episode. Yeah, well like but like flashback, in one episode man. but that's yeah, not like... that's not that's not the show you know because like we're if we're comparing it to daredevil the, the daredevil show is about introducing you to daredevil no it's not it's not one episode it's the season yeah, and superman and lois it's all about like yeah you'll have some good flashbacks for the fans and like that kind of stuff which is good for the storytelling but but the story's all about like what's happening now and you brought up a good point because i feel like they also came in with a limitation honestly because i i said this before and i don't know what episode listeners out there people watching us on youtube go check everything we posted to find this comment <laughs> and then to confirm but like i didn't like it for the idea from the beginning that he has two kids first of all the idea of him having jonathan kent his one son that he has with like lois lane is new to begin with it's, it's like Word. pretty fucking new like what within the last five years maybe right like it's nice. a new fucking idea who, which now, like, Brian Michael Bendis uh, made him older, and he's, like, Super Bowl, and now fucking Tom Taylor, who we braved about from before, from Suicide Squad, um, uh, Wolverine, uh, uh, Laura Kinney Wolverine, that he's writing uh, 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 Jonathan Kent as Superman. And, but now he has two kids, though, in this series. Fucking They Jonathan, doubled that. That's a yo, lot. John Kent and Jordan Kent. What? It's like I honestly I was like immediately like I'm I'm not for this. I don't like it when, especially in the case of DC and Warner Brothers, that they take liberties and try to make new things. I'm like, I don't trust you motherfuckers. And then we add spoiler alert, obviously, spoiler alert here for the whole fucking season is that we'll get into this. They also gave us a brother for Superman. I I am not a, I'm not I'm not the biggest Superman hey, that reader. That was so ambitious. But is that like I don't, that's not canon, right? Nah, Superman, that's that's Superman doesn't I, have a brother. I thought that was Zod until they broke the story down. I'm like, oh shit, I like this take on Zod. I like where they're going because like I've seen this shit play out in Superman fashion so many times. Superman show, who's he fighting? Zod. You know what I mean? I'm Wait, like, that oh, was, shit. What? That was his brother or his cousin? Nah, that his was his brother, brother dude. Half brother. Half brother. It's from, it's from his mom. Like his mom was married before marrying Jorel, or I don't even they were married. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know Krypton's culture, but okay. But uh, uh, I, 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 I Rome. It's Seda Rome. Uh huh. But uh, had a, a kid with a previous partner, and then ended up being with Jorel, and then had Clark. So he's actually his older brother. Older half brother, yeah, which is pretty dope. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, he always fight. Like, his first initial villains are either like uh, Alex Luthor, a Brainiac, <laughs> or Zod. Those are the ones they do in rotation. His first three villains are always one of those in almost any like major launch of like a new like Superman iteration whether it's like tv games whatever the fuck you know what i mean and now think about this i really want to know i think we should have done some research before recording this guy i'm sure it might be out there but like i want to know the pitch because imagine this right like word for, for, for not, if, if you're pitching it to fans imagine if they would have gone to comic con right uh, new york city comic con which is happening soon we're gonna fucking right be there but imagine if the pitch is like all right look fuck metropolis 
Superman and Lois live in Smallville. But we don't even we show a metrop- Metropolis a little bit, but not the fuck that. It's about farm life, Smallville. Okay, but they have not one kid. I know that's new, but they have two kids. They're twins. Okay, they have two kids, and Superman has an evil brother trying to fuck things up. As a comic book fan, I think we've all be led. That's stupid. That's gonna be that you're gonna fuck it up. Like just do a good Superman story. Just do even do something new. Even do something from Brian Michael Bendis. That's who he's the he was the current uh, writer of Superman. Do something new. Don't, don't do something so new that's never nobody's written about it. Dude, that picture is so ambitious. I think it went more like. <laughs> All right, look, Superman's brother, right? Hold on a second. So, <laughs> and then they, it proceeded to go like that from there. Because the way they split, because on top of having two sons, one of them, I don't know, what would you call it as a doctor? I don't want to get fucking labeled for hate. What is it? Um, What is Jordan? Is he like unstable or? Because no. he has issues of some sort. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say he's unstable. He has, he, he does have some. We can't say crazy. I, know I think that. they mention it in the show, don't they? Yeah. We're discussing with his right girlfriend. At the beginning, I don't remember. Uh, uh, but I think it's like, uh, I don't know. It, well, he, it, seemed, it seemed typical, like kind of depression, yeah. either depression plus like some kind of ADHD, perhaps, you know. And, He's oh, quite also, unwell. Also, for the fans out there, like if, you know, if you listened to the Spurtle Alert and kept listening to us, you know, good for you. We'll tell you all about it. But but at the beginning of the series, the kids don't know that her dad is fucking Superman. Facts. Right? And so and then one of the kids who eventually doubles the powers, Jordan, even that, even that's cool, right? That, that they're not saying like, all right, he's got two kids and they're not both Superboy. Only one is. Who is it? The one that's fucked up. <laughs> the one that has, like it's 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 cool. Um, they don't know, but you know, but yeah, he he just it's like typical like depressive teen that he can't fit Dude. in and pick because the bro- the other brother he's the he's the athlete, right? He's the star quarterback for his high school team, and so he's doing really well. Bro, and and the other brother's not that. I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen such balanced writing. His sons are like a yin and yang, so like one gets the powers, but. He doesn't have the inner capabilities to handle them correctly to the point that him having the powers are a disability in themselves. Think of like a cyclops with the visor. You know what I mean? Like he's in pain when he doesn't have it on. Like, like, like he doesn't have the ability to control his gift. Then at the same time, the brother who has like everything you wish you could have in society is being overshadowed and being placed in these crazy positions that no one would be able to navigate. So he's being made to feel insecure and all this crazy shit. And like, yo, the writing of the sons was amazing. However, the writing that they did for the Lang family, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I went back and forth on them a couple of times. I feel like the daughter was a little bit too angsty and shit. Uh, like at times I feel it's like, you're like, just fuck man. Like, damn, like, I'm a fan of the land. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like, no, I like them as a unit. I like them as a unit, but I just felt like, like, uh, another could- like balance to the can sort of. Right. And, and you know, until you said Superboy, until you referenced Jordan and Superboy, like a little while ago, Miguel, I didn't realize that we also got a reign of Superman kind of undertone. Oh, damn. Right. Cause we got steel. Right, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. No, 
out. Right. And and again, I think the best storyline for me in the whole season was the uh, John Henry Iron story. Oh, facts. Oh, Don't even God. gloss over that. That we was like a... That was like a what's the guy from Terminator? John Connor type yeah. of deal going. He's in a dystopian place and he comes back anyway. No, imagine no, because I'm also thinking about the pitch. Because the pitch is that like you know, so all right, so they're kids, right? One becomes Superboy. All right, all right. You you read Reign of Superman, maybe? All right, fuck all that. Fuck everything you read about it. <laughs> We're gonna give you John Henry Irons, you know, uh, Henry Irons who's gonna be steel, but you won't know about it. Until halfway through the motherfucking Yo. season. What? And we're going to end with Eradicator. I'm out. And mic drop. <laughs> Bro, I, fe- <laughs> I feel like after the guy doing the pitch, right? He finished smoking the joint. He doesn't land on the table like. <laughs> All right. John Henry Iron comes in, right? And it's like, <laughs> whoa. And then the people in the boardroom are just letting him go because they like it. Yep. <laughs> and it's just a dude in a bag of drugs. <laughs> No, honestly, that's what I think. Honestly, it's really, it's really good writing. It's like they, they, they told a really okay. I'm gonna compare this to you know, hear me out, guys. The X Men First Class. Look, when I saw X Men First Class in the movies, I, at, at the beginning, the idea of it pissed me off, right? Because First Class, it has one of the first class members, Beast, and that's it. It doesn't have Cyclops. Doesn't have Jean Grey. Iceman, Angel, none of that. Fuck, what the fuck, right? It's like you're angry about it. And you just had these great fucking uh, uh, movies from uh, uh, before. And, and But then when I saw it, it's like, oh, my God, you captured the, ele- the, the, the what, what it means to be an X-Men, the theme of it, even if you had other yeah, members. I love it. I loved it. I love exactly. And I loved it. That's what I think this show did. It's like, look, it's going to be like literally... A Superman and Lois story that you've never seen before. You've never read this story before. None, none, all of this is new. We're going to use elements that you know. We're going to Eradicator, fucking Steel. He has a son, Smallville, the Langs, all that. But it's going to be wildly new. And they did it well. And, they, and it stayed motherfucking true to like what Superman is and their story, you know, and, and this ended up being a family show, you know, it, it ended up being like you were saying about how the, the, the crutch, uh, uh, the, no, the clutch, whatever, the, the, the word, the, the difficulty of be, having powers. And yeah. like, we don't get an origin story for Superman, but we get a pseudo origin story for Jordan developing his powers in high school and his loving brother helping him, Yo, that scene in the first time at the come on, he said the um, the fire uh 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 was it was that at the, at the, at the when they were ca- no not camping like the, just went to get bonfire the bonfire Simon and like he ends up letting loose right and yeah. was that when his dad showed up and then he shot the fire into his hand yeah. or was that another scene like yeah that was dope yo oh dude that's the fucking Superman holding his son holding his eyes telling him I can handle it let loose. That's beautiful. That's like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> and yo, I take everything back that I said about this Lois Lane. She's fucking awesome. She like her <laughs> her, <laughs> her acting was wavy. Um, I was completely converted, like totally. I like the relationship between her and um, what is General Sam Lane? Whatever the fuck the head of the yeah, DOD. That, and yeah. I've asked this question before. Who's more epic? Um. General Sam Lane or Thunderbolt Ross? 
Yeah, we we did. Damn, Adam. I would fuck. say I would say we Thunder- had this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Thunderbolt for, for fans out there that you're confused right now. It's like Thunderbolt Ross is from the Hulk fucking story. He's 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 the main guy hunting from Marvel, yeah. from, from Marvel hunting the Hulk. And I would say he's more epic because he went so far that he became a Hulk. Hulk. He became the Red Hulk. Fine, 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 fine. At least, at least Lane usually has the best intentions. Ross, stay bugging out on some crazy (laughs) shit sometimes. But fair enough. All right, fine. I'll go Sam Lane too. I like, I like the way they wrote the Sam Lane. Like I felt like him being like the authoritative, like father figure, his struggles and shit. Yo, when he walked out in the season finale, like out of the tank, he was like, yo, I can't get it right with you. It's either I'm protecting my family or I'm protecting the town. Like, and then um, she was going to tell him something. He's like, yo, I'm done. Like usually like he argues back. He's like, yo, like what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like every character, like even even the Lang daughter, like on the low, everybody was written well. Like, and I like that it points out that kids in the Midwest legit have nothing better to do than drink and or do drugs. Like kids everywhere else, right? No, 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 no. But in the Midwest, it's different though. There's nothing <laughs> to do. Like legit, like they're landlocked. There's no downtown. Like, do you see Smallville? Like that's it. We got a little bit of that in some of the last episodes, though, when 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 uh, 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 John has that girl that wants to know information about the event that happened, blah, 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 into it. But like he he takes the she takes him to like a random little like, what is it like a water water tower? tower? (laughs) Like, oh, that's a cool. And then the same thing with fucking uh, uh, Jordan and 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 Lana Lang's uh, daughter. Then going to some bridge (laughs) in a park like. Oh, yeah, I would do meth, too. I would do meth Meth by a bonfire like that. (laughs) Yo, but no, but going to I'm going to support Rod with the Lang family. I like the Lang family, too, man. Like the dad. I like the dad's journey. Oh, my God. No, (laughs) both Lana and the dad's journey. No, 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 no. Especially the dad. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I felt like Lana, she was valid usually throughout. She didn't know what the fuck Morgan was doing. Like, she went along with it. And then when she found out, she did her thing. Like, I I never really hated Lana. As a matter of fact, that's my favorite Lana. I was never really a fan of the Lana from Smallville and her personal spotlight and shit. Like... (laughs) Like she was hot, yeah, but it's like uh, her story was so weird. But Rod, I Rod Fox, what do you think of the other one? <laughs> Damn, but she had like eight seasons or something. I don't know. I feel like she. But I, I see what you now, you guys. I see what you're saying. This might be like the best season one of any Superman. superhero show ever. Yeah, ever, maybe right? superhero that... show ever. Yeah, yeah. No, facts. And considering. Considering the risks they take, I think that we can't like imagine if we saw a Spider-Man series over there, like you know, fuck it, fuck New York City. They're living, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh no, that's it. it's just about Queens. <laughs> They're only in fucking Flushing Meadows, where fucking Peter Parker's from. He has two kids, and it's like you'd be angry. Like, what the fuck's going on? Damn, <laughs> like, I don't... Me... But then one of them would be. Uh... God damn! What's her name? Um, May Parker, May right? Parker. Who no, becomes, that, that's a little uh, different. You're right. Yeah, because you can spin the same kind of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, right, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. 
but he's never had twins, you know, but that's a, because Superman has now a kid, you know, in the comic books, which is new. Uh, uh, but no, they took a lot of risks. And, and, and I love that. And, and, and I also like the, the Lang family. You're right. You know, and I, I don't know. And I also I feel like, you know, also like Lana Lang was pretty fucking hot. I don't know. I found her very OD, attractive, OD, too. And I'm like, and I, I kept OD. thinking like Clark, like Lewis is uh, Lewis is cool. Lewis is cooler, though, for sure, though. Yeah. Lewis is cooler. But like, come on, Lana Lang was pretty fucking sexy. And Lana Def wants to fuck Clark still. Still. Oh, I mean, but isn't that also every <laughs> single iteration of Lana Lang? <laughs> that's like that's all that, canon. Like every iter- yeah, that's canon. She still wants to bang Clark, which is a little bit weird. But also, like, like it, it's good that like they've never really happened. Really, like, did it happen <laughs> I, in um in Smallville the show? Imagine Clark has an affair. Ooh, Ooh season two. Yeah. Oh damn! Uh, oh well, okay, wait. All right, so I was gonna it's say not gonna like, happen. Not and then Lana happen. was his mom. Oh because, man, that, that so might like, get make it weird. Because Ooh. of the rotation, I was gonna ask you guys like to predict who do you think he's gonna fight in season two? I'll say Brainiac. <laughs> I, I I get but what I love about this, I have no fucking idea. And I'm and I'm with it, you know, because I think let's go back to the beginning, right? Let's go back to the first half of the season, right? Which is like the idea is that they move this big corporation bought the Daily Planet, which is the Morgan Edge guy. <laughs> who ends up being way for bigger villain that we thought at the beginning. And then they end up going like, fuck it, let's go to small bill. Also because uh, 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 Martha Kent is dying. And so then they go, she passes away. And, and it seems that Martha Kent wants them to, to buy, like, you know, stay, stay there. Right. And so they debate and they're like, fuck it, let's move, let's stay here. Right. And then, and then from there, it's about them adjusting. We're finding out that Jordan has powers, which is the one that has the, the, the problem, not the athlete, which is fucking interesting, fascinating as fuck, really well written. And then we have the biggest thing, I think, from episode one, right? Is that this, we have this, from they let lead, lead us to believe that it's a Lex Luthor from the multiverse. Because we see it's Word. a black Lex Luthor. That's all we get. That's all we, because there's a computer uh, in the spaceship uh, 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 calling this person Lex Luthor. It's just he, Luthor. Captain Luthor. Captain Luthor, right? And so we're immediately like, what the fuck is happening? Who's right. this person? And it eventually builds up epically that it's not Lex Luthor. It's actually fucking John Henry Irons, played massively by Wole Parks. Yo, shout uh, out. That shit. Yo, that guy's high death. Oh, oh yo he's ready yo! for netflix and hbo max yo his face is 4k <laughs> yo we talked about <laughs> yo, we we talked about before um about the snyder steel version of episode no it be, between when 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 henry cavill's superman dies and then snack snyder's justice league would you guys like to see him, Wale Parks? Oh, the hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! Insanely so. Like we, I don't think we've ever had a live action John Henry Irons. Oh yeah, say from where? Obvious <laughs> yeah. question. Yo, I'm gonna obvious, yeah. obvious question. Yo. Obvious question. Which is funny. Which is funny. Um, because I was thinking, like, I was just thinking about this, and I'm mad that I forgot. Keel O'Neill is the better. How can you forget about a lot? One of the largest humans that currently walks the, better, the earth. Who is the better steel, Shaq or Wally Sparks? 
Wooley Parks. I got to give it to him, man. <laughs> I got to give Parks it to him. Parks or Sparks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the multiverse version. <laughs> but, bro, fine. Yo, uh, like, which mind you, I had that question in my mind. Thank you for bringing it up. But, yeah. But, like, aside Shaq, which is like a negative 10 on a scale from one to 10, like, we've never had a live action John Henry Irons. You can't say that. Where, 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 where was he in life, John Henry Irons? Where? Shaq. Aside Shaq. But Shaq is on that list with Rocky V, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, like all those movies that. Okay, but he may not have been one, but I mean, but we've had one. It's like, but aside that one, you can't ignore it, bro. You can't. Yeah, that's weird. Come on, dude. Aside from Robert Downey. Who's the best like Iron Man live item? I don't know. Ain't nobody that, else. Rard. That's that's different though. That shit was amazing. That shit Kill Steel still sucked. Ball. But yes, I would totally watch that fucking show and then and make movie. it make it the same guy. But then you know because in his universe, like, he arrives to the the Clark's universe after his is destroyed the by Arrowverse. evil Clark, right? Yeah, the Arrowverse. So and imagine like instead they just like reshoot those scenes and put Henry Cavill's face superimposed well though. Yeah, fact, bro. And I I'm gonna make a bold statement right now. It's probably pretty obvious. Wole Sparks is the best actor on that entire show. Wole Parks, he's the best actor. Yeah, Wole Parks is the best actor on that entire ensemble. I'm, I'm gonna go with towards. Jordan Kent. Uh, I was actor. thinking about that. So he's a good actor, bro. He's those good. kids being those kids, they crushed it. I mean, they're probably yeah. like 25. I'm calling them kids, but they're probably yeah. like adults. I bet. Yeah, you. but, but yo, like Jonathan, he look he looks like he shaves and shit. <laughs> but yo, Wole, <laughs> he's a circus pigeon. <laughs> what? <But> yo, Wole, <laughs> he's one of those smaller people that's just really old though. <laughs> he shaves. Really they're of drinking age, I bet at least. Facts. Nah. No, nah, I think they're accurate. I think they're probably like you 16, think? 17. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Jordan is 20 years oh, old. Oh, that's not is. Remember, you get Toby Maguire? He was like 30 in high school. Facts. But we bought it, though, because he's amazing. Okay. Shout out to Toby. No, I, 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 I fucking Bro. love <laughs> Bro, every time he looked at that Lois Lane, you could see the pain in his oh. 4K face. All right. All right. So we're talking oh, yeah. about fucking Wole Parks. One big detail, listeners, viewers, hello out there on YouTube, that you didn't, we haven't mentioned is that from the, to make it, even I'm telling you guys, the risks this show took, it's like, it's not just steel. It's steel from another universe, from the multiverse, right? His world got destroyed by fucking Superman, all right, that got convinced by other Kryptonians to destroy the Earth. Uh, but he was married to Lois Lane and not just married to Lois Lane. They had a kid, which Facts. is Nathaniel. Uh, 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 no, uh, como se llama? Something. Yeah, Nate. Natasha. Natasha. Natasha Irons, who is a character in the DC comic books who yep. we talked about before. The Superman, the current current run out there right now from Superman and the Authority by Grant Morrison and Janelle Mikkel includes uh, uh, Steel as but the, the daughter, Natasha Irons, which we I, I recommend for you guys to read. They all saw his wife, his Lewis Lane, get killed by Superman on live TV. 
Like what? Like what? What's this so epic, Yo. man? This is a CW show. Like what the fuck? Bro, like they beasted. Like in on top of that, I just thought about that when you were saying that. Um, in kind of like the same manner that like the evil Doctor Strange from the What If, which we're gonna get to later, is out there still on the low. This Superman is still in that other universe. They don't know Ooh. if they defeated him. Like, they did whatever they're going to do with, like, the Sun Eater rocket or whatever the fuck. But then he left. So there's an Earth where you might have a Superman that's even beyond the Injustice Superman. Where the Kryptonians just legit terraformed the whole plot for Man of Steel went down. Like, legit. That's crazy, which sets up a potential villain for future seasons in the show. They that Superman finds a way back. Actually, and not to get too ahead of ourselves, well, we're actually we're getting incredibly ahead of ourselves. We're talking about literally the last scene because the oh, last yes. scene of the, the show ends with actually, so I could school it's Natalie. Natalie Lane Irons is the character's name in the show, but like it's based off of this character from the comic books. She makes it to the universe where the Arrowverse is held and she meets her father Steel there and then sees this doppelganger multiversal version of her mom, Lana Lane. I mean, I mean, Lois Lane, who's uh, with fucking obviously with Clark and kids and stuff, you know, so so look, if Natalie Irons could make it from that universe to this one, you're right. Oh, fuck. Who's to say? Yo, also, all they got to do is fix the costume. And that's it. Fat, yo, that costume is, yo, it's like, it's not garbage. It's like, it's like waste. It's like, I like, what's, what's like the most sub, like useless, like disgusting thing you can think of? Like what, like that costume is trash. Like, like. I forgot what hate uh, was no, until I damn, saw bro. <laughs> no, and, but let's get into it. Like, and I, I, I'd like to start because, all right, you guys convinced me. Like, honestly, at the beginning, we, we, at some point in our show in the last season, we talked about the first few episodes. Go check that episode out. Um, I was all for the suit. I love the suit. I love it. I'm, I'm okay with it. But you guys are right. I think once you guys brought it up more I paid attention to the suit and especially compared because we because Tyler Hoken as Clark and Superman came out in Supergirl and he had a better suit he had a better yeah! suit of Supergirl. I posted a meme on the IG go to Yo, our IG we will repost that shit fucking right now and and, and it's right it's why is her is his shoulders like so like up what to his fuck? ears like it's weird like it's like it's not like Come on, oh, and it hurts because he is motherfucking buff. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, yo, just give him a tight fitted fucking suit. Bro, you, you know, I just learned too, low key, because because of the internet. I remember Paul Bettany's impressive physique, and in WandaVision, we were just talking yeah. about like, yo, his shoulders. He's yo, also yeah. wearing. <laughs> he's also wearing like a little muscular suit, but it was Damn. subtle. <laughs> remember, Damn. we were loving him. We were like, yo, but... Paul Bettany's getting it in. Nah. Either way, either way, he's an impressive male specimen, regardless. Nah, but no, but, but okay, but, but there are degrees of fake muscles, and I think and here they go Shazam level and Yo, they pull bro. you out of it, bro. That it's suit lame. is so shitty that I'm willing to make the <laughs> unreasonable assumption 
that all of Superman and Lois was filmed before all of Supergirl. Based no. on Damn. Yo, but, 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 I no. found green like that is it log- like logically it the, it why who was that at no. <laughs> like why wait you saw who looks at those two suits and picks the one that picked the no fuck? you're right no yeah no I think I think you know the the person who pitched the show He's not infallible, you know. He or she who picks the show, you know, they had that. They, he, the people were the CW people were swooned by the whole. They were sold by the story. <laughs> they were like, "Wait, what? Iris from another universe?" But we thought that there's Luther. But what's? But he's what? Lewis Lane is the mom from of his kid from his, No, there were. And then when he's like at the end, like, I want that suit though. Everybody's like, uh. And imagine him being like, it's that suit. I'm taking this show on the road. <laughs> so like, people were like, all right, you can get the crappy shoot, the suit. All right, you go for it. Fuck, bro, that suit is garbage. Yeah, even his, his half brother had one that was more like on fleek. Oh, that shit was lit. That shit was lit. He was on fleek. I don't get I it. Dude, I, I loved Tauro's suit. That yo, like that whole like uh, the House of Row outfits were so wavy. Why does Superman suit look like he bought it once again at Party City? I mean, <laughs> I, I get why they want to make him look larger, but but not I, shitty. Ho- hopefully, enough people are saying shit that so season two they could definitely just make that one tweak, please, CW. Yeah, and, and honestly, thinking. and and honestly, like the suit from Supergirl wasn't bad, you know, because it it's like larger, but it's not larger to the point like you you know you know that when he was it's because we, we we the scenes we got the suit in the most that's the worst part, right? Because like honestly, when we saw the scenes of him in the suit fighting, that wasn't that bad. It's CGI, it's fast, blah blah blah. But we got a lot of fucking suit scenes when he's talking to uh, a commander lane right sergeant lane whatever his name is you know fucking and they're having conversations serious ones and i'm like you could bet that he could just go ahead and 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 like squeak like you know coming out of this that's not muscle like that's obviously not muscle like just make it like like we were saying from vision in wandavision where we we believed it we were like that's fucking dope like Ship. Oh my god. Yeah, but like Rod said, it's like that one fucking thing. And I feel they could have done a little better with Steel Suit. The hammer was oh, dope. Right. The right, hammer right. was fly. The hammer was perfect, in my opinion. The no, suit but, could have been a little better. But I feel I feel there's a story in there. No, Mark. Like, oh, I right. Yo, I I was, yo, yes, I Mark agree. one. I no, because remember the suit was apparently like Lex Luthor's suit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And which, which was cool because it did have it did have some kind of come on, he said uh call to Luther's big green and purple suit, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it was all gray, which Honestly, it was the biggest reveal. This awesome, awesome reveal. I had no idea it was gonna be steel, you know. Like, Word. no, I, I believed more that it's a Luther from the multiverse than Facts. steel. And then, and then when we saw that hammer, that epic scene when he's battling the kids, basically mostly battling Jordan, and then he calls the hammer to himself. It's like, oh my fucking god, it's fucking steel. 
But then at the end of the series, he ends up adding like a little um, bug to it. I don't remember what it was. Like, a, yeah. like a, that like was a, always there. I think he always had it there. No, His no, he, added that. no, but he he added it, I think, because uh, okay. or he clean, you know, whatever. I don't know what it was, but I was hoping he was adding an S, but it made sense that he didn't because he he barely yeah. came around. To yeah, the and even then, he, you still can't fully trust this like the Superman, but you know. But yo, the, yo, the reason what dude, like the way they played it off at, you know, like the victory barbecue and shit, when they told him like, yo, stay, you can help out. He was like, I can't like seeing you. I still see my wife. Yo, dude, his like, yo, his intense face made me feel that shit. I was like, yo, then, then, then he has to see his wife with the man that killed her. Like, Fuck! Like he, that's cr- fuck! Yo, yo, yo! That man deserves an Oscar. Okay, question: Invincible season one or Superman and Lois season one? Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Okay, bro. I Rod, Rod. What do you, What do you give? Damn. Ah. Uh. I think they're evenly matched. I think both. Like, I'm trying to think of, is it really the best show? So I got to bring like the heaviest hitters I can think of. I thought about the boys also, but that's like a soft comic book show, right? Yeah. It's not like a hard. Well, I mean, it has a fucking Justice League analog in it. My, my thing, because I think Invincible was super fucking fun. It was gripping fun. One of the best shows out there. But for me, Superman and Lewis was like, it hit different. It was like one. It was unex- a novella. It's unexpected, exactly. It's a novella. Yeah. Fucking soap opera. <laughs> but first of all, it's a CW show. Well, my expectations are at the lowest of the low, you know, especially like now that, you know, Stephen Amell is gone. The Flash is sucking ass. I'm like not <laughs> expecting much, right? I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm, it's all a complicated new story. But then it's also like we, we and I, something I want to make sure for the fans that they're listening who haven't seen the show and hopefully we're selling it to you. We talk shit about the suit. Yes, the suit is not great, but the CGI and the filming oh, of the show is good. The CGI like, is bomb. Way it's way better than the Flash. Like it's way okay. better than like you know, a bit more better than Black Lightning. You know, but it's like the the fight scenes are epic. It's all fucking cool. So so. I don't know. And it had more heart, I feel, than Invincible. Like, Invincible had a lot of... It did have heart. But I don't know. Like, this this had a it had more shock thing. value. Yeah, man. Because honestly, like, like the chess was saying, like, I, you know, I care about everybody. You know, like, I care about the kids. I care about Lois Lane and fucking Superman. Like, I don't know. Even even that little crappy, uh, uh, what is it, small bill gazette? Yeah, we're the newspaper. The newspaper you girl, care? like yeah. I care about her. Like this guy, I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like yeah, I don't know. She was great. I'm still trying <laughs> to think of other shows, but now you guys have a no and even, argument. And as we were saying, from the first half of the series, it's about this Lex Luthor ish character from the multiverse is the villain. No, it's Morgan Edge who is not just a Kryptonian, is fucking Superman's half-brother. Like, who's, because of the black kryptonite that landed in uh, Smallville all those years ago, allows them to recreate um, Kryptonians, you know, in, in, uh, in these people. Like, that's 
fucking cool. Like it's so fucking epic. Od, Od. What like what what kind of was bugging me out though towards the end is like I'm like. I get it. It's a Superman show, but this is like a crossover level threat. Like you can't call the flash. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck, like what they were facing was big. Was the flash in central city. Just like, eh, it's like mad empowered Kryptonians and shit. Like Superman could use some help. I thought about but that. They at didn't the end. have to though. Right. I don't know. Cause I feel like they were very isolated attacks that they could kind of keep. You know, whatever Sam Lane, maybe he could control it. Like the Justice League probably won't get together. A crossover might have made it cheesy. I, I liked what they did it in not making it too broad and giving you kind of an enclosed kind of storyline. They could have at least done in. like they could have at least done like an enclosed scene where like they show him talking to Wally. I mean, I mean Barry. Or Supergirl. So we'll, we'll yeah, at least. No, and I and I agree, especially like I agree with Chess. You know, I agree with both of you because because honestly, yeah, like for for I love the storytelling that made it feel like they are keeping it in Smallville. Nobody knows, not even Metropolis knows what's going on. Even if Superman is intervening in thing in Smallville, I believe that. But for me, like honestly, because we got, we do, we did get a mini crossover with Diggle, right? We got Word. Diggle oh. from the Arrowverse because they got Argus involved, right? Mad epic. That nice. developed a weapon. The fucking the solar flare kind of thing that's the steel needed uh, to stop the Kryptonians. And so we got Diggle there. So for me, the only time I thought about what you were saying, Chess, is like one in, in, in the, I think in the last episode of the second to last episode where with this whole thing is about the uh, Morgan Edge, right, is trying to, to implant Kryptonians on people and he captures fucking Jordan. Right, he takes him and 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 then there's this wonderful scene where Superman flies around trying to find him, can't comes back and goes to Lois like he's gone, like we we didn't catch him. Yeah, bro. I honestly do think that scene in that moment, I do feel if it's really the Arrowverse, Superman should have flown immediately to the Flash and told him search the you the fucking Earth. So you find my son, you know, help me. And, 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 and the super yeah. go down his cousin, go to Gonda Kara, you know, uh, 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 right? Kara, Kara, Kara Zorel. Your fucking nephew is fucking captured. Help me find him. I feel that that was the only thing that for me, because it's within the Arrowverse, caught me off guard. Like, how is this happening? And you don't ask for help. Ask you know? anybody. Like, because you could like, see the fear in, in Clark's eyes. You know, he was afraid, really. Or maybe he did ask, and they were like, "Nah." <laughs> I want. I wanted to see that though. I want. I want to see Barry be like, "You know what? I'm busy, bro." They were in their own world-ending conflict and shit. <laughs> like, nah, listen, we're about to end over here too, man. Chill. <laughs> like we have our own crisis. Yeah, at any given moment in this universe, you could just end and shit. <laughs> Yo, that shit is constantly in a state of falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> Yo, man, Superman and Lewis, it yeah. was a fucking surprisingly man. good show. Well done show. And I'm not going to lie, guys, I cried <laughs> at least two episodes. On two episodes, I cried. Nice. Yo, I- where like it, it just got to me, man. Like the acting. Oh, wait, wait, what, what are we going to say, Chess? 
Now, I was going to say, I've had some emotional moments. Not like maybe that was about to cry, but definitely like I got choked up, though. So like, cause cause the acting was so good, and I think it was again with fucking Steel, bro. Parks no. was wilding. No, honestly, for me, you know, you're you're right. He was a fucking fantastic actor, and you're right. But at the end, like feeling his pain, that really, you know, and I love that the consistency, right? Of of like it's real, right? Like you know, that's your wife that you saw killed by the man he's she's married to. Of course, you don't want to stick around. You know, okay, it makes Max. sense. It makes sense. No, but the the two the two uh, basically scenes that made me cry were the episode where this big when we find out that Morgan Edge is uh, Clark's brother, they end up going to the Fortress of Solitude. Guys, this beautiful blue blue scene. They're in the fucking uh, Arctic. Uh, 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 it's fucking epic, and fucking Morgan Edge kills fucking Clark Superman's bro- uh, father destroys the remnants Word. of the memories like and and seeing Superman struggle with all even the whole episode because he was almost getting turned like it was just like I don't know man like that got to me that was like I don't know that it was beautifully shot beautifully acted I was like it's a CW show <laughs> like what First word, word. First off, you a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. But like, dude, I, <laughs> I, I had some, yo, the acting in that show. Like, I legit, I, I've I, like, I've never gotten choked up over Arrow. Like, you know, like, like when Ra's al Ghul fucking stabbed Stephen Amell and threw him over the cliff, I was like, oh shit, that's epic. But that's it. This show, like, yo, you got vested in people, yo. Like, it was valid. Like, I just don't understand how Smallville never grows, like, as a town. Like, that's crazy. Like, they don't expand beyond that street. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. <laughs> beyond Main Street. Yeah, that's it. Like, those people refuse and abhor progress in every way. But like, I dig the show, yo. like, I can't wait for season two. And yeah. also, they're so ambitious. I wouldn't even write off if we got Lobo. That'd be dope, yo. Yeah, like, word. Th- Anyway, speaking about getting choked up, I got choked up not not in this season, although it is very emotional, but in uh, when Arrow gives Barry like this like inspirational speech, like when they first kind of like have their first real team up, he's like, I'm, I'm in the darkness, but you can be the hope and the beacon, kind of like a Batman Superman kind of duality. I remember that being super powerful. And also just because Stefan Amell was like, you know, he's like the king of like, the, it's the Arrowverse for a reason, and then he's yeah. like, okay, Barry Allen, like, you may be like the, you know, the heir or whatever. Yeah, but apparently it's Superman. No, Back and down. it might be now because now that Super, you know, we Stephen Amell is gone. We don't have the Arrow uh, verse. It, like his presence in the Arrows anymore. And, and then Supergirl is ending. Uh, the this is I think this is the last season I think or the next one I don't remember. But the show got canceled, so there's a good chance. That fucking uh, Superman and Lois will be the next people leading because we, we come on, Flash is sucking ass, bro. And yeah. to be honest, I think Flash is on its way out too because I think they're losing Cisco, right? Yeah. They let, yeah, he left already, yeah. And and Wells, and so Wells, look at that, yeah. yeah. They're like, bro, that, oh, that show. Fun little fact: Do you guys know that Wells, Tom Cavanaugh, directed, directed the episode, the, yeah, the, the season finale. Yeah. I saw that shit. I'm like, that can't be the same Tom Cavanaugh. Like, that's why I didn't even yes. bring it up. Yo, that guy is fucking providing. <laughs> and yo. just before, yo, before, and then 
shout out to Tom Cavanaugh because that was the other episode that got me fucking feeling and tearing up because like, I don't know, man, that whole last episode with the, with the struggle of trying to find Jordan, because for the fans out there, Jordan had been implanted with the father of Morgan edge. Who's like the, what is it? What is it? The Clark Kent? Like, I don't know. Like the, I don't know. You know, because they're, they're related no, by the not, mom. Right? No, you know, he's but, nothing. He's like his mom's ex. Yet. Yeah, exactly. His mom's ex is, is in Jordan and he's fighting him. And then Superman finally finds him and tries to save him. And eventually, no, but then Lois really, it's Lois and fucking John that save him, you know, like. Oh, it's just so fucking epic while Superman and Steel are fighting Morgan Edge and the other Kryptonians that I mean the other humans have been turned into Kryptonians. There's so much drama, so much emotion. While, while at the same time the, the, the Langs are like scarlet lettered, you know, fucking uh, from the society, yeah. you know, they're like, you know, you brought Morgan into the, to the small bill. Fuck you guys. It's like so much fucking drama. I loved it. And obviously the for comic book fans, the big reveal with like, because we, we've been, they've been toying with the idea of the eradicator as a machine, but then Morgan Edge becomes the eradicator, which is from, we were saying from the beginning, the reign of Superman. That or, other, from the Reign of Superman, we had Superboy, which the clone of Clark and Lex Luthor, which we, who's we in seen, Titans, who's in Titans, which we'll get into soon. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's uh, uh, Steel, who we got, Eradicator, and then Cyborg Superman, who we haven't gotten yet. So, you know, oh, but, oh, I forgot yo, about that. We go, oh, shit. Yo, bro. <laughs> yo, this, dude, dude. I kind of want to. I don't want to get throw too much shit at the wall, but yes, it'd be a good, it. pla- a good platform to introduce Bruce Wayne because technically they do have a Bruce Wayne actor in some way in Batwoman. I, I don't watch it, but it also is one of the most binge shows on HBO Max. Like when I'm browsing on what other DC shit to watch, people are watching Batwoman or at least on that platform. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah that's crazy. They gotta check it out. Like yeah, maybe they could introduce like Bruce Wayne proper, man. Get some like real world's finest and cw you know word that'd be dope that'd be dope and on that note also fuck the bruce wayne from titans just just (laughs) want to bring that up yeah fuck him in the stupid face moving forward Uh uh-huh but yeah fucking dude superman and lois fucking cannot wait for season two that shit is fucking amazing oh and by the way um quick side note I don't even think they said it, obviously, but the reason why Superman couldn't find Jordan is because they took him to a nuclear reactor, which is lined with lead. I love I that. Like, no, I, I love like that. Was more, that, that was more implied. They never said it. No, exactly. And, and that's true. And, and, and it was exactly. It, it was implied. And I think they kind of mentioned later. And I love that. Right. Because it's like you're so in the emotions of the moment that you're like, wait, how can Superman not find his own fucking son? And then they kind of explain it. It's like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. And no, no, I, I, I loved every fucking bit of this fucking season. Honestly, I'm telling you guys, I'm not excited for a new show since Daredevil. I think for me, it's Daredevil season one, the best uh, comic book superhero show out there. And then Superman and Lois closely tied, closely tied. Just because I'm telling you guys, I can't compare them because Superman and Lois has a lot of uh, freedom. 
to, to do what they want. Facts, man. I, I, I fucking agree, dude. Like, overall, I think I would give season one a solid eight. Solid eight, in my opinion. I'm going to give it a nine. Damn, bro. I'm going to go eight. Fuck. Yeah. Because I, damn, I, I really like it, but I'm, I don't think I'm seeing it the same way you guys. Like, I'm even thinking about other shows like Stargirl that really had an impression on me for season one. But anyway, I digress. Which, which some other yeah, shows. Yeah, which we, facts. We got, go ahead. Now, I was going to say that Um, we're definitely also going to touch on Stargirl, but you were going to say that we're also going to happen to what if? What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do what if. All right, so uh, we, we got our Superman and Lewis fucking ratings. We got our rankings, uh, uh, which is a total of, I don't know, the average, what, I don't know what it is. 8.5 or something. Yeah, 8.5. But, yo, for fans out there, check out the show. Race every season two. We'll keep watching. But now, fucking, you're right. But let's go back to Marvel. Yo, what if we've had four episodes so far? We haven't talked about this one bit. I am dying to know whatever you guys thought from episode one to four all right so the first episode is captain carter right and, and this is we saw like heavy promos for this one we know the basic story like what happened and like instead of steve uh becoming the super soldier she becomes the super soldier uh and, and it tells like an elseworlds tale of like what like what the title says, like, what if this were to happen? That one was a good episode, but I wasn't like crazy about the show at that point. I thought it was a really, I thought it was a really, mo- a really well-made modern Saturday morning cartoon. I thought it had that kind of vibe going. However, as the show progresses into the next few episodes, it starts to become a little bit more, maybe even adult oriented, like more in the vein of the uh, live action shows that we've already seen, like Loki and whatnot. Uh, so the next episode was with T'Challa Star Lord, right? T'Challa, yeah, Max, dude, that that episode was dope. All right, all right, all right, all right. Before we go on, all right, before we go on, because you're right. I was thinking the same thing. Like, you're right. Like when I saw, I, I I went into it with like low expectations to none. Like like in my mind, I th- I thought like, look, it's Kevin Feige MCU. It's kind of connect somehow, and but I'm thinking loosely, like it's the multiverse, whatever. Uh, but I really, I was surprised how much I enjoyed the first episode. Like I, like as a standalone thing, it was entertaining as fuck. Like if you forget how much, like does it connect? Does it not connect? Like it was fun. Like it was really fun to watch. Yeah, and, and as you're saying, you're right. There's Saturday morning cartoon to watch. Maybe a little bit more than that. Like you know, but. But 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 exactly, it's it's like, it's like it doesn't have to, and that that's something I think we forget about like the MCU. Hopefully, it doesn't get too big for its own good, right? Because it's like it's not about how it connects, right? It's about good storytelling. Which yeah. for those of you guys listening right now, hopefully you guys reviewed or uh, listened to our Shang Chi review because we go into that because it, it's it's about how amazing Shang Chi as a story was. Who cares about how it's connected to the rest of the universe? But like with this one, it was a really fun, like, oh, what if, like, re- literally, like, what if, like, Captain Carter was cool. Um, so I liked it. I, th- I thought it was fun. Like, I-, I liked it from the beginning to end. I was surprised how entertained I was with it. The whole thing with the Captain Carter one, like, it was dope. But I felt like it was essentially still the same story. 
person you're right person you're right. You're right. person who per, person who most people don't think can do it ends up doing it you're right <laughs> yo i hadn't thought about that i hadn't thought about that yeah you're right it's the weakest of the four because we can yeah. all agree on that yeah because it gets yeah. progressively better i think damn we're mad toxic almost. that one though we're mad toxic <laughs> no 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 not toxic you, you brought up a great point that i hadn't thought about chess because you're right because you, it, it's the one that changed the least yeah, yeah it was the laziest like, one what did it change no I'm not, it's not lazy it was still a good story but it was, it was like lazy it, it just <laughs> It just had a cool character because Captain Carter is just an yeah. awesome concept. Yeah, that's it. I, 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 I will say, I will say, I was surprised pleasantly that Steve Rogers became Iron Man in that episode. That was, that was cool. Dope. That I was, was not dope. expecting that. Like, that was fucking cool. But you're right. It's like, but other than that, a lot of it is Captain America, the first Avenger. That's the movie. But Captain Carter in the role of Steve Rogers. And that's it. And what, so. What's fun about it is about those moments between her and Steve Rogers. Yeah. Right? Like, that's fun. But you're right. It doesn't really shake the fabric other than, I will say this now, we posted this already on, on our Legion on Zoom, on Instagram, and uh, Twitter. So follow us on our social medias at Legion on Zoom. Is that we did see towards the end of the episode that she's battling this fucking tentacle creature from the multiverse right and then she ends up sacrificing herself right a la a la la steve rogers you know in a different way and goes into that other universe those tentacles the moment i saw them i'm like they're very shuma goroth tentacles you know and we we know that was just confirmed that shuma goroth is going to be a villain in the in the Doctor Strange uh, madness in the come uh, on madness in the multiverse multiverse yeah. of madness multiverse of madness. But then they play coy with the shit because it's like they tickle you with it, right? And then and then the, we made two episodes without and it. nothing, nothing. Mad tickle tasteful. you with tent- with tentacles. Facts, man. Right, so chess, what, chess. What's episode two of what if? All right. So after the titillating tentacle tickling. Nice. Uh, yeah, I tried. <laughs> Again, we have a different take on the Star Lord origin story, where instead of Peter Quill, what are they? Um, I was gonna say Marauders, but what is that? What yeah. does the X? Okay, no okay. Ravagers, Ravagers, the Ravagers. The Marauders are from X Men. Okay, yeah. so the Ravagers uh, take T'Challa, who was out playing in a field or some shit, right? Like he was upset or something like that. Like I forgot what it was, and they took him for some reason instead of Peter Quill. And I like this one because this one was very philosophical in a way that at the cost of the country of Wakanda, because what did they say that it was destroyed? But then it wasn't really right. Like he thought that Wakanda was destroyed. Well, afterwards, exactly. So once he left and he's like with uh, uh, John Du, right? John Du tells him you can't go back yeah, Yandu. because fucking uh, Wakanda was destroyed. Because of the yeah, yeah. but it was human wars. It yeah, was that's what I'm saying. Not right. Yeah, but okay. yeah, but low key, like for a second until they revealed that it wasn't. It was like I like that. So it's like because he 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 makes the Ravagers into a force of good. So it's like at the price of Wakanda, the universe as a whole, well, the galaxy becomes a better place because he fucking gets Thanos to join him and shit. Yo! Like everybody's a good guy because they took the child instead of Peter Quill. 
You know what I mean? So it's like at the technically at the price of Wakanda, because I'm assuming it wasn't better off without T'Challa. Maybe fucking um, Killmonger took over. Who knows? But it's like at the cost of Wakanda, the universe became better. So it's like balance. So which I thought that aspect was pretty dope. And the fact that. Oh, and also. Shout out to Chadwick Boseman, RIP. It was like our last iteration of him as like T'Challa, Ooh. hearing his voice. That, that was yeah. so dope. But and it's like HD too. OD, OD. So like he was he was such a hero that like his soul, like even as a child put somewhere else, he just made that situation better. It was amazing. It was amazing. I fucking yeah. loved it, man. That, that, that fucking episode was great. Like, and what you're saying, <laughs> we show it showed us that that T'Challa would have been a better Star Lord than fucking and Peter Quill. Because <laughs> you're right, he basically made a space Avengers, right? Like they became yeah. a whole thing. And even that first fucking scene, right? Because it was funny, right? Because it's really legitimately the inverse, right? When he meets this Cree uh, uh, scavenger or whatever, uh, like bounty hunter. Like in the movie, the original James Gunn movie, like Peter Quill's like, you've heard of me, Star Lord. And they're like, what? And this is the opposite. They're like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. you are Star Lord. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, that's so starless fight. Oh, my God, this is so cool. Can <laughs> I join? Like, it's so. <laughs> and then you the biggest, obviously, the biggest thing is what you said. He fucking made Thanos a guardian of the galaxy. By being a ravager, like that's insanity, right. man. Even at the end of the episode, when they're like, um, <laughs> Thanos is still talking about, like, wait, 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 listen to me, though. Like, it's not gen- half of the po- it's not genocide, it's not genocide. <laughs> half of the population dies. Like, look, it can work. Listen, <laughs> like, it's that's wonderful, man. Because it still then brings up Thanos, like, as he starts, uh, um, uh, Sabe. His daughter, could we get Nebula? That's not like such a, a, a cyborg Nebula, but we have Nebula there. Uh, so it's like, yo, T'Challa would have made a huge difference in the fucking universe if he would have become Star-Lord rather than Black Panther. Damn, what's up with the Peter Quill hate, though? Yeah, because, dude, the giant difference is fucking massive. Like, the, the world becomes a better, like, the galaxy becomes a better place. Like, in that instance, Fuck Peter Quill. He's an asshole. <laughs> the people like, blame him for the Infinity War shit too. Like they had an F- expert plan. And then like Peter Quill, whatever, he finds out that uh that Gamora's dead and he fucks it up. He fucks up the plan. So you see what anyway. I'm saying? Like, there you go. Fucking it's point proven. Like low-key fuck Peter Quill. We are this basically proves that we are watching the shitty universe. (laughs) We're watching the crappy one. Like Like, the good universe is the one where they took the child instead of Peter Quill. Until the next Um, episode. No, well, not well. What do you mean next episode? Like, what do you mean? No, not yet. The next episode is shitty. Well, the next episode, the next episode is another universe. They're not. They're not all the same universe, though. Yeah, I will no, say no, like, but, you, but you said we're watching the shitty universe, but there's shittier universes. No, no, no. I mean, I mean the MCU, like the main universe that we're watching, right? Because the movies and the Disney Plus shows are from what we would call the 616, right? Of the... Yeah, yeah. yeah the MCU is like the cinematic 616. Right, like, exactly. Compared and, to the T'Challa one, 
what we're seeing is kind of crap. Exactly. That that they said compared so to saying, the, wait, so which one is worse? The one in episode three where the Avengers get picked off by an assassin? No, no, no. That's worse. That's worse. That's, that's worse. That's, that's, worse. worse. That's, that's, that's a worse no, universe. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying the 10 years and more that we since Iron Man one to Shang-Chi, that's a worse universe than episode two of what if. <laughs> where, where, Everyone's where happier. Becomes kind of fucking Star Lord. I'm like assuming. Won. Yeah, for the but, most part. But we'll say, which was exciting for the what if a show, it ends on a cliffhanger, right? Because it ends with ego played by Kurt Russell again, coming back and finding Peter Quill on Earth, like working oh, on yeah. a, a fast food joint. That's fucking yeah. exciting. That's like what happens next. What's go- I'm I'm down, man. Let's check when he never story. developed when he never developed the character to fight off ego. So it's like, oh, Ooh, that's a great yeah. point. You're right. Fuck. Nuance. I, I will say one thing. <laughs> I really, really love that. I don't know. Like the animation. The animation is cool. It's not the best I, I think I've seen. But something I love, it's how fucking cool it is that they have the actual actors voicing the characters, you know, because we had Chadwick Boseman, you know, rest in power. That's Chala. Karen Gillian was Nebula. Fucking Michael Rooker was as John Do. The same guy who played Korath, the Kree in, in, uh, uh, enforcer, from, was played by Digmon Honsu. We had Josh Brolin as Thanos. And like he played Cable and Thanos in the movie, and he's willing to do as a voice actor. Like, how? And Kurt Russell, Benicio del Toro was the collector. That's fucking cool, man. The only it's weird that Drax was not the same uh, uh guy, but, but, but other, to, <laughs> that's cool. Like, allow me to kind of shit in your cereal a little bit because, like, even though like it was cool, please do it because it was cool, even though they had the same actors, bro. It was money during the pandemic. Fuck yeah, they're gonna get the actors back, but they're gonna be like, No, I'm busy, I have too much work going on. Like, I'm not gonna do a vo- I, like no Disney, don't pay me. When I could just walk in the studio in sweats, talking to a microphone, like of course, like that's mad easy to get those people back for that. But it's dope that they thought to do it. I'll give them that though. It's dope you that know. they thought to do it. But yeah. I, but I'm pretty sure getting them was not hard. <laughs> like we can't forget the context. You're right. You say the pandemic. It's like all right, I'm gonna do this. What else am I doing right now? <laughs> like I ain't doing shit. Like all right, fucking work from home type shit. Like. <laughs> But overall, fucking it was. And then we got episode three, which, yo, honestly, this shit was like, this would have been a fucking dope ass longer animated feature because this shit was dark. All right. So and quick side note before we get into this shit, fuck every single iteration of Hank Pym. Hank Pym sucks. (laughs) Hank Pym always sucks. Hank Pym always finds a way to suck. I don't get it. Miguel, you're like the Marvel aficionado in residence. Is there like a constant perpetual state of Hank Pym sucking? Yes, there is. And honestly, I think, you know, for those Marvel fans out there, hopefully you feel the same way as I do. For those of you who are not Marvel fans, for me, this was Marvel, the MCU, Kevin Feige's, uh, como si se redemption to Hank Pym in a good way. Because honestly, like, look, Hank Pym and Janet uh, uh, fucking Van Dyne are founding members of the Avengers. 
So it's always yeah. kind of irked me a little bit like that they're not in the MCU. You know, that yeah. we have Hope Van Dyne, who's playing, you know, uh, Wasp. And then we have, you know, obviously the Scott Lang version of, uh, of the Ant-Man played wonderfully by Paul Rudd, right? Which is great. Yeah, we're... But as a, as, as a true purist, I feel like, I don't know. I kind of want to see Hank Pym. And, and they, they've shown us Hank Pym. They've shown us Hank, Jenna Van Dyne played by Michelle Pfeiffer in the movies. But not connecting it to the actual books, right? This fucking episode. What if episode three, I think, gave us the most Hank Pym in the MCU Word. than we've gotten? You know, because like in the comic books, Hank Pym, Hank Pym is troubled, man. Yo, he is <laughs> motherfucking troubled. He's gone through some shit from like when he smacked uh, a fucking uh, 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 the Wasp in the Avengers, got him kicked Axe. out of the Avengers. He, he in the MC in in the Marvel Comics books universe, he has bipolar disorder. That's the, apparently the the diagnosis he's given. He's had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of different identities from Ant Man to Jello Jacket, the Giant Man. He's been all over the place. The worst thing in the comic books now is that he fused with Ultron. Fuck. Which in, <laughs> in the comic books, he created Ultron. In the movies, we get that Ultron was created by both Tony Stark and Mark Ruffalo and, and, and yeah. Bruce Banner. In the comic books, it's just Hank Pym. Hank Pym motherfucking made Ultron, which then lets lead the vision and all that kind of stuff, you know? But but um and and up to this day he is still fused with Ultron, okay? Which is like hot messery, right? Like it's it's, it's a weird Jesus Christ because you don't it's know crazy. who you don't know who's controlling who, and and and, and I think it depicts the hot mess that Hank Pym, uh, Hank Pym is really well, right? Because like it's like daddy. I'm you, you're me, and it's like weird. No, 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 I highly recommend, recommend Rick, Rem- Rick Remender's run on, on the Avengers. Um, what was it? Uncanny Avengers. I think that's the main one that comes out. And there's the Avengers Age of Ultron by Michael Mendes. And there's another one. I don't remember. But, 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 but the point is, you're right, Chess. Hank Pym has always been a mess. Why is he not considered a villain? Look at the aggregate. He was in this. In this yeah, universe. yeah, yeah, in this universe. But the aggregate of Hank Pym, he's the villain. I think in the comic <laughs> books, he's not in the comic books, he's done more good than bad, though. Like he's had these <laughs> moments where he's really bad, but he's done more good than bad. And in this episode, it was so fucking cool because we don't know, right? We do not fucking know. This is this is we're watching basically. The beginning of all these different movies uh, <laughs> from the get-go, but each character gets killed. All the Avengers get motherfucking killed. Murder. And, and we don't know what's got murder, and we don't know what's going on until we find out it's Hank Pym, which is actually still voiced by Michael Word. Douglas in the Max. fucking episode. Fucking stellar-ass actor. And Sam Jackson is Nick Fury. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And no, no Scar Joe though. No, no she, was, she wasn't winning. She's probably still mad. <laughs> She's the, she was preparing the no. lawsuit when they were. And, and it was like Black Widow heavy too. 
Facts. Andy, yeah. Facts. Dude, she was getting the lawsuit ready when they were doing this shit. <laughs> Yo, even we had Brock Rumlow ask Frank Grillo again. Yeah. <laughs> I peeped that. Yo, and Clark Gregg as Agent Colson, man. Like, come on, and man. They went in. They went in. That was awesome, yo. That was lit. But yeah, like, so, and all the ways, dude, all the ways that, which is, once again, Hank Pym is like a Tony Stark level genius, Bruce Banner level genius. There's this, like, epic level of genius motherfuckers in Marvel. And Hank Pym is right up there. But I would say out of all of them, he's the most troubled. He's more troubled than Bruce Banner. He's more troubled than Tony Stark. Because, like, fuck, this, this dude goes through it. But, yo, he finds a way to kill every single Avenger. Most, every, almost all of the Avengers. Um, and it's crazy. So, with Tony Stark, he hides inside of a needle. And then he shoots a projectile into Stark when Black Widow went to sedate him to knock him out. For the Hulk, I think what is what he hides in a bullet or some shit. And he throws some type of like enlarging disc at the Hulk's organs and like blows the, the Hulk the, up. Yeah, like the pin particles or something like that, right? But yeah. the most poetic and masterful one was the one that set the story in motion was my favorite. When thunder and lightning cracks, he enlarges just enough to make Hawkeye's fingers slip and let the arrow go right into human Thor's chest. Thus... He never picks up the hammer. He never becomes Thor. And fucking, it makes Loki ironically righteous because his brother is dead and he wants vengeance. Like, the fuck out of here. Like, you just see a reason for chaos. And you're probably mad because you didn't kill him. But, but you know, fucking, you got like the, like an Asgardian battalion with a, what do you call that shit? A destroyer, I think. The destroyer armor. Whatever the fuck the weapon is called. The armor from Thor 1. I think it's the destroyer, some shit like that. I think <laughs> it is. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that shit. Then of course you got Nick Fury. Find some epic way to fucking trick Hank Pym into exposing himself. And I was surprised at how much the animated Hank Pym looked like the movie Hank Pym. That shit was good. And fucking then they lock him. But it was all because of the fact that Hank Pym's daughter, what's her name? Was uh, it? Ho- a hope, yeah, hope yeah. and dying. hope. It, yeah, hoping that universe died while she was working for Shield or the Avengers. No, no, yeah, for Shield, and he blamed them for it. And like, yo, you felt the pain, and we got locked up. The dope part is though that for some reason, probably because he couldn't find them, Hank Pym didn't get Captain America. So still, you get the Avengers oh, yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah, fucking a. Or, or like say we get a new Avengers. That's what's so fucking cool about what if, right? Even even if we don't explore what happens next, I was entertained from beginning to end, right? Because like I mean, and I do have a question for you guys. Like right now, like it, this whole thing was because Janet, no, Hope Van Dyne was a Shield agent. Yeah, that I think so. That doesn't happen in the regular MCU, does it? Or was she a Shield agent before? I don't think so. I think she was just a scientist with her dad. What in the MCU? Yeah, in the yeah. proper MCU. Yeah, because she's because she's, she's played yet. by the lost actress. I forgot her name. Some, yeah, Angelina Lily. Yeah, 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 yeah Angelina Lily. I think, yeah. I think she's just a scientist with her dad. Yeah, I don't think she's a an agent yet. Right. She ain't becoming a shield agent, bro. She's gonna become um. Wasp. Nah, because I feel like blame these... Sam Jackson. Like, I mean, Nick Fury. Like, because he's the head of Shield, and he seemed to have, you know, want to kill him. Because I True. feel we gotta pay attention to these details. 
apparently from what we're getting at this thing, especially because it follows Loki, right? The multiverse has branched, right? And we have the watcher watching the multiverse, right? And so far, the multiverse is branching from things we know, from things we've seen in the MCU movies, right? From our, you know, 616 from the universe, from the movie yeah. universe, right? And everything. Captain Carter is exactly a Captain, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger movie, other than she becoming Captain America, right? That's that's the difference, right? And then the T'Challa is about the same, except that T'Challa becomes uh, uh, fucking Star-Lord rather than Peter Quill. This movie, we get this little different piece, that, which is like, wait, was Hope a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? We didn't know that before. From the old Ant-Man movies, we didn't know that. Like, unless they haven't told us that little fact, because so because then that means that that universe is way more different because everything else was the same, right? How they recruited Iron Man was the same. How they tried to recruit Thor was the same. How they recruit how, how they tried to recruit all everybody else was kind of pretty much similar because even the biggest thing that we got right is that we got Betty Ross for the first time in this new MCU, which for the Word. sadly was not voiced by Lib Tyler. Aerosmith's, you know, fucking singer daughter uh, um, that we got in the Edward Norton movie, but we got Lib Tyler though, you know, like the the character Bay Ross. So it's still connecting voice with somebody else. So it's like, wait, uh, how connected is it to the proper MCU? So then makes me wonder: is it super different or a fucking um this um uh uh uh, uh, uh this hope? actually was an, a shield agent which we haven't heard about yet damn, that's a good observation damn that was Thank mad you. intricate i'm gonna go ahead and just call Thank bullshit on that but props <laughs> on the like on the fleshing it out though <laughs> but yo, because because come on man yo they they, they plan everything <laughs> they plan so well to the point that like it like almost justifies paranoia yeah <laughs> but what's the earliest hit Right, because so, it, it starts off at one point, maybe like in the. Oh no, no, that doesn't make any sense. I was gonna say like if they could like somehow, but either way, it wouldn't make any sense because Hope would have would have to have been an agent before Tony Stark was approached. Exactly right, because, because yeah. you're right. No, that's a great point. Because Tony Stark was the first one to get killed. Iron Man one, no, but Iron Man two. That's a scene. Iron Man two. Yeah, Iron Man scene. two. And. By that point, Hope is killed. That's why Hank Ping wants to kill uh, the Avengers Initiative. So, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so either, either our universe that we love and watch, you know, which we just enjoyed Shang-Chi, is different in that element from that one, or they're going to reveal that later in the Damn. next Ant-Man Quantumonia movie. Not fucking with you, bro. Damn. Pepper I got a board. Yeah. Facts. Ah, that was good. Mind you, he has a board just on Jenny Van Dyke. Oh. <laughs> that, that is the opposite of bang for your buck. <laughs> Man specific. I, I like how you mentioned, Chess, that things are things got darker with this episode. And I I don't know. I I do like the bright episodes. It starts off with two bright episodes, and then it starts yeah. gets you two dark. Oh, episodes. you're right, bro. Bro, dark is a yo. 
the place that we got taken into an episode four yeah. is like the bowels of fucking humanity. Oh, because when you look at the details in episode four and all that was made was one simple switch. It was straight up in Doctor Strange's origin. What if he lost his wife instead of his hands? Is she his wife, his girlfriend, his betrothed, his beau, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like he lost the love of his life, his heart, so to speak, instead of his hands. That shit led to what I think might be one of the most epic stories in the entirety of the MCU. Woo! That gets us exactly to the latest fucking episode of What If, man. Like, god damn, this episode... <laughs> So fucking Fact. good. The dark. I, I it felt I, like a movie. I, I gotta hear. I, I want to hear. What do you guys think? What the fuck did you guys think of all of this? The last episode we got so far. I think it's, this is my was, favorite of the four. Oh, dude, I think this was Disney trying their hand at like a DC animated feature. Like that's how fucking wild that shit was, dude. Fucking so, Rod. I mean, like as much as you've seen all the DC animated features, like. And they go pretty dark. How did you feel about this episode, like, specifically? It was my favorite of all of them. I think if I had to rank them, it'd go, like, from four, three, two, one, just like that, in the order that we've seen them, but inverted. That's fair. That's that's pretty good. Um, And then this one kind of... It it ties into the first episode a little bit, because, like, Miguel's... One of Miguel's cockamamie theories about Shumagora... (laughs) <laughs> we we also get another uh, tentacle creature, which adds Max. like uh, which adds like a thin thread of continuity throughout that, that I didn't see before, other than Uatu the Watcher. Yeah. So I like that. As soon as Miguel said that, oh shit, the tentacles reappeared. Make might be the same creature peering into the multiverse. And, I hadn't which, even noticed that you know, shit. Might yeah. get fleshed out in the in the movie, but now nah, it, it makes. Stephen Strange that much more compelling because the premise is extremely epic with that the the ancient one right that's her name right yeah yeah, yeah the ancient one the ancient one uh, creates like a, a divergent stream almost to show the sorcerer supreme what would happen if he were to not keep his humanity or if, if he loses hope or, or whatever it was but basically like the dark Jedi. Wasn't Dr. it a consequence Strange. of what happened in Loki? Was it created by the ancient one or? She, because when, okay, so she creates this divergent time stream, right? Where, where one of them, or she used like some, like she used a rift in time to make this happen or something like that. They, she explains it in a very, like, you know, mystic, mystical way. Yeah, because it was bugged out because she was like, she split him or did she split a split? You get what I mean? Yeah, because it was like because it was like because in that universe, yeah, 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 because like in that universe, his wife died instead of his hands. But when he started getting funky, she split them. So in that in that fucking pocket of a timeline, there's a split on that timeline. Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) Well, no, but they were both existing in the same time, though, right? They just didn't. They just weren't aware of each other, like the dark Doctor Strange. And now, wait, but then, but then, but then, but were they in different locations though? Because right? you can, I don't know. Because also remember that when he found the library of Cagliostro, yeah, I said that right. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
when he found the library of um, Cagliostro, according to the librarian, he was absorbing beings for literal centuries. He was literally in the same spot. Okay, so people, all right, so we got a little bit ahead of ourselves like we tend to do. So in this universe, the wife died. He still was on the same journey. Everything you saw from the movie, except when he's in the library and he's on like the forbidden text or whatever, remember that his wife died. So he's not trying to fix his hands. He's trying to get his girl back. And um, he finds that there is a way to maybe turn, what, what was it called? Like an absolute point in time, but it requires like a biblical level of power, like gargantuan amounts of energy. So naturally, what does he do? He figures out a way to get more power. You have to absorb other creatures. So I guess, you know, you have fucking Agamotto, Cagliostro, all these crazy motherfuckers that strange are like in his Rolodex or whatever. Um, he finds their library and opens up a portal. And literally from the bottom of the magical food chain, all the way up to the likes of Shuma Gorath, according to Miguel's Wild Theory, absorbs one of everything so it's like the inverse of a noah's ark yeah exactly only fragments of shumagorath right yeah which so, shows how powerful he is and, and that's exciting and that's the exciting part for like for my theory right because like it's like we got shumagorath in in the first episode with uh, uh, captain carter able to hold his tentacles because it's like a little tease right like a little tease that like Schumacher wants to join this universe and he's like she's like no fuck it fuck you back and yeah. the same thing with Stephen Strange in this in this alternate universe where where he's trying to get all this power and which is really interesting right it's the first time he confronts Schumacher we're calling it yeah he loses, right? He's it, like, it, nope. And, and these, and it's just these tentacles, right? These tentacles, like you know. And then he's like, no, he, he loses. And then, and then he, you know, he's he's uh, comes in, uh, uh, nursed back to health by this. I, I forgot what the that character's uh, name was. And so, it, 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 so what's going on? Where is Shemagoroth coming from? What's because eventually we do know which is the last one. He's able to absorb. Is Shumagorath at least his tentacles, right? Because he's able Pieces. like welcoming into this universe and then cuts him out, which cuts the tentacles and then absorbs it into him, right? So, which makes you wonder how powerful is Shumagorath and how pissed he is from everything that's happening right now in what if and bro, it's crazy because in absorbing um all these creatures, of course, one could imagine. You know, as like the fact that he's dealing with magic, his soul, consciousness, all that crazy, like ethereal, surreal shit. He becomes not Doctor Strange. He becomes some wild amalgamation of beings, some like Cthulhu type resembling shit. Like, but yeah, nah, shit, dude, that'd be an understatement. He becomes some other shit. If anything, at some point along the food chain, he absorbed the chimera, probably. Um, fucking, so, in essence, he becomes a demigod or a god with at least a lowercase g. Like, I'm assuming, because, like, yeah, like, it changes him. It changes, like, his whole foundation. Like, that shit is wild. And then at yeah. that point, he gains enough absolute power 
to turn back an absolute point in time. So he goes back in time, manages to resurrect this girl as like some type of monster thing that he's become. And he didn't listen to the ancient one. He's he still undoing the literal fabric of his universe, which we always hear a warning about all the time in match stories. And this time it actually happened. No, yeah, and, and a flashpoint for him. Exactly. And you brought up a good point about like the fucking fighting it off you know the the power because we do see in this world right that he's he becomes so powerful that he in a way defeats the strange from the from the 616 or the strange from the mcu universe like in uh, some version of him from the past you know because he ends up winning right like he ends up because we we get that weird scene right which is like i don't understand with uh the the ancient one dividing them in the moment it's like why was that the best choice like why was it the best let me split the reality and hope that you can then stop yourself down the road right that makes perfect sense why 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 elaborate because maybe like Doctor Strange is really important to the fate of the Marvel Universe, like magic and shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like he he can never be corrupted, like as a Sorcerer Supreme. Like he he must be exposed to what would happen if he goes like that way, just so to ensure that he stays true. Like because his his existence in the MCU is what's gonna like, you know, keep shit. It's almost from kind going of crazy. It's almost kind of like the way there's absolute points in time. It's like he's an absolute being in the yeah, universe. He's an absolute. He ha- like he has to be a certain way. And fucking like, other than that, the only other consequence is absolute destruction. And then that version of, Str- of Strange became so fucking powerful that even the collapse of the universe couldn't kill him. So somewhere out there in the void, that fucking god strange is just weeping in sadness just in that little cube yeah they need to show him in multiverse of madness oh d that they, they should to. the end he's the first person to notice watu yeah oh! <laughs> like yo just- that scene man that moment yeah. like because it's all going to shit right like the, oh my god this episode is like i can't even like how wonderful it is like and how dark it is right like in and even at that last moment because i feel like it's even like it's like it, it hits differently because it feels like he's even, he's almost reaching out to god right like in god was res- god answers back saying basically well you shouldn't have done this didn't ha- ha- you know didn't you right like you know like why why, why did you do this like well the, this, this is the consequence of what you did Bro, he hit I, him with the, like, he hit him with the Rorschach. Like, what's the quote from Watchmen? Like, the beings will shout out or some shit, like, like seeing who will protect them and will say to them no or some shit like that. Like, that was, like, that moment. Like, he cried out for help after he saw and the watcher. No, mind you, he even said, I read about you. I, like, I, like, I've heard of you. So this strange is like who knows if our strange knows about Uatu again? Our strange, but you know what I mean. Like who knows if like the six one six proper strange knows about Uatu or the fucking like uh, the Eternals or the Celestials? This strange was so epic that he knew about that level of beings. 
I, I like uh, the idea of this uh, strange existing, like in between universes, like um, Shumagorath. I like word. that idea. He like just pop a- out of any reality. And apparently, apparently, like right hot off the press, we got some rumors, news rumors right now that apparently that Doctor Strange, which is called in the What If episode, Doctor Strange Supreme, is going to appear in the Multiverse of Madness movie. Oh, word? Which makes serious? it, yeah, yeah, apparently nice. that's a hot fucking rumor. Out there. Because you're right, Chess. I hadn't thought about it until like when the chat He's that you brought powerful. it up. He's too powerful. No, but you're right but about the, his universe ended. And he's, but he was captured in that little fucking. Not captured. He saved himself. Infinity crisis. Yeah, because yeah, like, infinite crisis. Like, infinite crisis. Yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. like because that wasn't even like he got captured. He's he's, so he, he's like he's like the super boy, right? Of yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened in the infinite crisis. Damn, Doctor yeah. Strange, Super Boy Prime. Fuck. Yo, and how did you feel about the resets of trying to? Figure out the fucking way how to save his fucking love. Just not fucking ah. I feel you're like another DC parallel because like that can that can only create savagery. That was the same way they created Doomsday. Wait, like like in a way because it wasn't with time travel, but the way that they created Doomsday is they kept on rebreeding the same being. So they started with a baby. They sent the baby out to a savage environment. It got torn apart. They took some of the genetic makeup. They created another being with that. So it retained the, the, like, right. the, like, the memory of all the deaths in its DNA. And it created like a, a corrupt thing, something vile from the inside out. So him going through that, like this strange was evil in every way. There was no light at the end of the tunnel. Because not only did he fail over and over and experience his wife death over and over, killing himself each time in essence, he then spent, once again, literal centuries absorbing and killing beings. Like this, this dude was more evil than Voldemort. No! <laughs> like... Like, this was an absolute evil strange. He was gone. Gone. Gone, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what, like, the one thing that I noticed is, like, we hear this all the time, like, as geeks, as nerds, and all iteration of fiction we read, whether it's books, comics, whatever the fuck, don't undo the fabric of space-time. That <laughs> phrase has been printed so many times and said, it happened. Fuck! <laughs> like, that's crazy! I love that scene at the end of the episode where, like, he does it, right? Like, yo, he defeats the good Doctor Strange, right? Absorbs him, and then, like, supposedly finally saves her, right? Saves the fucking Doctor, and then, but he's, because of the power he wielded to do it, he couldn't control his image, and then he's, like, this amalgam of all the fucking creatures he's absorbed, so he's um, he looks like a monster, right? And then that moment with 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 his partner, you know, that 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 sees him like, what the fuck happened? Like, am I dead? What's going? On? You're a monster. Like, that was like, Mwah! like, oh, pure fucking classic, like tortured goodness. No, but like, you saved her, but you're a monster now, dude. And even if you can control yourself now, you reverted back back to your strange look it doesn't matter the universe is ending and she dies anyway like what 
this was the only time that like I've ever seen, like maybe I have in some other way where they set a story, go with the bad guy and they just let the record play because it went full circle. Like the bad guy went to the point that everything got destroyed. Few bad guys come to see that to fruition. Like, like the actual fruits of everything they do. Like, few bad guys, like, ever see it. You know what I mean? They all think that they're going to win and everything to be fine. It's evident in every single bad guy's plan that if they go through with everything, they're going to wish they had it. In almost every single iteration, there's few that have that much conviction. You know what I mean? And in this one, is like, yo, look. Like, it went full circle. You <laughs> destroyed everything. Like, Literally, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> fuck dude it was masterful this shit might be that episode might be the best thing that marvel has done on disney plus point blank across all the series any episode from any series ever that's it so yeah man i'm fucking loving what if i wish that there was a way that these shits are so isolated that like also like it's kind of cool like we have no idea what's next like there's no stay tuned for next time or to be continued. So we have no idea what the fuck is coming up, which is super exciting. I can't wait. I'm fucking in love with the whole series so far. It's an amazing concept and no fucking duds. So I'm super excited. And on that note, guys, I fucking love you. Fans, stay tuned for future episodes. We're going to cover shit like Titans because that shit is, is getting fucking pretty fucking crazy. And we definitely got to discuss that with everybody. So I'm Chuz. Yo, and I am Miguel. And besides Titans, we got to get into Stargirl, Stargirl, Stargirl. We have about four episodes out there. We're going to get into it later. But yes, but, you know, follow us on in social media, on Instagram at Legion on Zoom, Twitter, Legion on Zoom. Send us an email on Legion on Zoom at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear. Uh, and we look forward to it. But peace out. Yeah, yeah. And let us know if you'd like us to review anything that we haven't talked about or let us know what you thought about these shows as well. All right, I'm Rod. Peace out. Facts. Later. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chez, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.